Good morning and welcome, and we are joined at this time by the superintendent of the South Ripley School Corporation, Rob Moorhead. Good morning to you, Rob. Good morning, Tom. Thanks for having me on today. Well, glad to have you, as always. And, of course, the uh, South Ripley School Board met Monday night. And uh, first uh, first things first, uh, and a, a nice uh, piece of recognition for uh, one of the uh, South Ripley uh, staff members. Absolutely, Tom. We were fortunate that uh, within the South Ripley ranks this year, we had the Ripley County Chamber of Commerce Educator of the Year, and that is Ashley Miller. Ashley is our counselor for grades 7 through 9 at South Ripley Junior High, and, of course, the freshmen are in the high school. And Ashley's been in that position for a couple of years now and just doing an outstanding job. Our junior high principal, Derek Hutton, nominated Ashley for this recognition, and she was chosen by the chamber to be the winner of the award this year. And, Tom, any award that comes with a trip to ride through the pumpkin show parade in the back of a convertible, you know, is a big deal. So, uh, and Ashley is very, very deserving of this honor and this award. We are so fortunate to have Ashley at South Ripley. She has really done some innovative things in the counseling role. Uh, she set up a lot of small groups that she works with on a regular basis to help kids that are dealing with different issues in, in the junior high age. And we know that's a tough age range. And uh, Ashley has stepped into that role. She'd been an elementary teacher for us for a number of years uh, and then moved over to this junior high counseling role and just doing a tremendous job. And Tom, that transition from elementary to high school when you're going through those junior high years is such a pivotal part of the entire educational process in PK through 12. And uh, we're very fortunate to have Ashley and such a caring, kind individual uh, who really looks out for the best interests of our students and works so well with our teachers and really as a right-hand person to Principal Derek Hutton. So uh, we got to recognize her last night and certainly congratulate Ashley on this outstanding honor. Yes, uh, indeed. Well done, and uh, congratulations to uh, Ms. Miller. And, um, of course, also uh, some uh, other things that the uh, the board dealt with was uh, an access road project. Uh, that's uh, That sounds rather interesting, and uh, what can you tell us about that, Rob? Tom, we're excited about this, to be quite honest. And uh, it's been probably a year and a half ago now, uh, maybe two years, we purchased some land behind the track. Those who are familiar with our uh, with our school, know where our track is located out behind the high school and, and off to the east side of the baseball field. And behind the track, there's a, a there's a about 20-acre section of land that connects to State Road 129. And this is going to give us direct access to the highway. So we are in the process and just completed the bid process on building an access road that's going to go from the back parking lot at South Ripley High School and connect us directly to Highway 129. Dave O'Mara Contracting out of North Vernon, Indiana, was the successful bidder, and O'Mara will get underway on construction of this uh, in the very near future. Currently, we lease that land to a local farmer, and that farmer has some beans on the field right now. We're going to give them a chance uh, to get those beans uh, harvested, and once that's done, um, if the weather permits, O'Mara will get some work done on that yet this calendar year. But if not, we're not in a hurry on that. If it has to kick into uh, 2022, that's fine as well. We have uh, in the, the documents substantial completion should be done by July uh, of 2022. So we are excited that we're going to have a new access point to the school. And, Tom, I really think it's going to help relieve some congestion on Benham Road. Uh, again, as folks from South Ripley know, 
that is the one and only way to get to our campus right now is on Benham Road. So in both of our schools, with the elementary school being on one side of the road, the junior, senior high school being on the other side of the road, uh, in the mornings and in the afternoons, that road gets extremely congested, very busy with school buses, student traffic, parent drivers with pickups, and uh, not pickup trucks, pickup pick up of students. But there are some pickup trucks too, Tom. Yeah. But uh, that gets very congested, and we think from a safety perspective, uh, just an overall traffic flow perspective, having this new road that connects directly to the highway is going to be a good thing. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you what, that's uh, that's a real uh, feather in the cap. The school corporation able to uh, land that project, and because uh, yeah, uh, I went out the, uh, I was made a trip to uh, South Ripley last year for the Ripley County tournament and uh, for the boys portion of it, and uh, yeah, I, I noticed that same thing that uh, there's only uh, one way in and one way out, and I'm and I got to thinking because it had been a few years since I had been to South Ripley, that I'm, I imagine it's a real uh, bottleneck uh, between. Uh, the start of the school day and at dismissal time. It is, Tom. Unfortunately, we use our resource officer to help control traffic out on Benham Road. But, you know, like you mentioned, big events that we host, the basketball tournament sectionals, that we had baseball sectional last year, softball regional there last year. Uh, when you're hosting those big events, too, it gets very crowded. And having this uh, different access point is going to make a big difference, we think, there for traffic flow, big events like graduation uh, as well to be able to get people uh, in and out of the campus in a much more uh, time-efficient manner and a much safer manner, we believe. And, uh, yeah, we had uh, four four bids, four competitive bids for the project, Tom, and um, Dave O'Mara came in with the, uh, with the lowest and most responsible bid, and uh, we were very pleased uh, with where those numbers came in, and we feel like uh, we're going to get a good value out of the project as well for our taxpayers. All right, so uh, coming coming to a uh, an area near you, if you live around South Ripley uh, School Campus, the Access Road Project. So, uh, you know, be on the uh, lookout for that. So, again, uh, you're looking to uh, uh, have it completed by uh, July of 2022, uh, you know, just in time for the uh, start of the uh, school year. You got it, Tom. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if all goes well, it would be great if it were ready by graduation this year. Maybe it will be, maybe it won't, I don't know. But we'll see on that. The other thing we got to do, Tom, we got to get a better name than Access Road. So we're going to have to come up with a with a good name for that. So we'll be working on that as well uh, to see if we can come up with something that's a little a little more clever than just Access Road. That's the best we got right now. How about I'm gonna I'm gonna put the uh, the, the I'm gonna fire the first shot here. Raider Way. Or Raider, there you go. You're you're in the ballpark. Yeah, you're in the ballpark. So. Raider Trail, Raider Alley, something like that. I, I think you're on to something there. So uh, we, we will see where we land, but I think you're going in the right direction, my friend. All right. And with that, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout. We'll continue our conversation with South Ripley Schools Superintendent Rob Moorhead right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back to The Daily Pod. I'm Tom Snape as we continue our conversation with the superintendent of the South Ripley Community School Corporation, Rob Moorhead. And uh, Rob... The uh, English department at uh, South Ripley and another 
Ripley County School are going to be involved in 24-hour plays. And uh, can you fill us in on that? Tom, this is a really neat project. I'm glad we get to talk about it. One of our English teachers, Heather Reichert, uh, has worked closely with an English teacher from Batesville, Paul Satchwell. And actually, Paul was a student of mine when I was teaching over at South Dearborn back in the day. And uh, so what they, I think Paul developed this project or got it started at Batesville, and then Heather uh, worked with him, and now we're going to do it at South Ripley. And the two schools are actually going to work together. But what they do, and it's going to happen on November 19th and 20th, it's a 24-hour project where in the evening on November 19th, they bring a group of students together to come to school to sit down and write a play. So they're going to kind of go through some ideas and work through the writing process and really the creative process of writing some plays. And I think they do some small mini plays uh, that they will write and develop those overnight. So they'll sit through the evening and work through the night to develop those plays. At some point, when they get those in, in a pretty good spot that they think, they'll let the writers go home and get some sleep, and then they'll start bringing the actors in. So the student actors that are going to participate in the plays will come in. They'll receive their scripts. They'll start learning their lines. They'll be rehearsing uh, during the day on November 20th for a performance later that evening. So it ends up in a 24-hour time period. I think they start at like 6 o'clock on November 19th. And then by 6 o'clock on November 20th, they are actually performing the plays. And so that's why they call it the 24-hour plays. Again, it's a very creative project uh, and something that we think will be a lot of fun for our students. Now, our students have participated in it in the past at Batesville, and then this year we're going to be doing it at South Ripley. Actually, they come in at 7 o'clock on the 19th, and then they'll start performing the plays uh, sometime around 7 o'clock on the 20th. So that's the idea of the 24-hour play. Now, is this uh, 7 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock at night? Good question. 7 o'clock <laughs> p.m. is when they'll start on November 19th, and then they'll perform at 7 o'clock p.m. on November 20th. And the community is invited. Uh, admission will be in the form of a free will donation and or items uh, to be, no, to be do donated uh, as a community service type project as well. Okay, so again, the uh, the writers, uh, they'll do what they need to do, then they'll be sent home to get some rest, and uh, it's not like they're going to pull an all-nighter or anything like that. Am, am I getting that right? No, actually, the writers, they'll work with uh, the South Ripley and Batesville writers will work together uh, to create a total of like six to eight plays between 8.30 p.m. and 6 a.m. on Saturday. So that group is going to kind of perform an all-nighter. Wow. And then at 6 a.m., the writing team members go home to get some sleep, and at 8 a.m., the performers and set tech crew will take over, and they'll begin preparing for the evening production. So not just the performers, but you got to have the set and tech crew as well uh, to get the backdrops and so forth looking nice. And uh, at 3 p.m. then, the writers will join back up, and they'll start engaging in rehearsals and uh, trying to get the scripts like where they want them and make sure the performance will meet uh, what they're hoping it will meet. And at 7 o'clock, they'll be ready to perform those publicly. So yeah, it's kind of a creative process in a 24-hour period, and uh, those who have participated in the past, Tom, have really had a good experience with it. That sounds fascinating, and uh, I'll tell you what, it uh, sounds like uh, no matter what uh, what your role is, uh, everybody's going to be putting in some hours, but I'm sure that uh, they'll find the, uh, the experience quite rewarding. Well, I think they will, Tom, and actually this is something that you can go to uh, 24-Hour Plays website. This is like a national phenomenon. Um, and uh, it's actually become a global phenomenon, and they host performances in amateur and professional settings, 
So if you go to 24 Hour Plays website, you can find more information on the project in general. But uh, we're, we're glad that a couple of Ripley County schools are going to be able to participate. And it's fun to see the schools working together and have the students have the opportunity to work with uh, schools, uh, students from another high school. Indeed. And, of course, um, another uh, thing that the, uh, the board uh, dealt with uh, was a, the sixth grade field trip. And, of course, uh, when, you're, uh, when you're in sixth grade, uh, you're probably uh, kind of bright-eyed and everything. But uh, what can you tell us about the sixth grade uh, field trip that uh, that class will be taking this year? Tom, our sixth grade uh, teachers always do a fabulous job planning an experience for the sixth grade students as they are getting ready to transition over to the junior high school. Our teachers, Lisa Gilpin, Kristen Stone, David Bronner, Julia Heidelich, they've organized a field trip in the past. And this overnight field trip, we take the kids to Indianapolis. And so, Tom, on that, it is the first time for many of our kids to be able to go to Indianapolis. And they haven't seen Indianapolis before. So it's really kind of a cool opportunity for them. So some of the highlights include they're going to visit the Indianapolis Zoo, the Children's Museum, Beef and Boards Dinner Theater, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the overnight accommodations. They'll be in a hotel. Uh, we've got plenty of chaperones going along with them. And uh, it's really going to be a lot of fun. For a sixth grader to get to visit the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, I think, is really cool. And for them to get to have a sit-down dinner at Beef and Boards at the Dinner Theater, uh, and I think it's a children's performance of some sort that night that they're going to be able to witness. Uh, I want to say it's Snow White, but I'm not positive on that. But uh, anyway, it should be a fantastic trip, and they've been able to do this in the past, and uh, it, it'll be a lot of fun. I'll tell you what, uh, I used up my uh, sixth grade eligibility years ago, but that, I mean, that sounds fascinating to me. I mean, uh, <laughs> I may want to uh, uh, book a trip to Indianapolis soon, take in all that. We may get you in as a chaperone, Tom. So, uh, but you got to pass the background check, buddy. Okay, but then again, uh, <laughs> who's who's going to chaperone me? The magical question. <laughs> that is the question, indeed. <laughs> All right. So, uh, good. That's uh, that's great to hear. Those uh, sixth graders get exposed to that. That's always a great thing when the uh, you know school age kids get exposed to these types of things uh, because of field trips. Uh, so that's always. Uh, Always a great thing. And um, well, Tom, uh, yeah. Let me let me correct myself. Sorry to interrupt. Let me correct myself. It is Mary Poppins, not Snow White, that they'll be seeing. So I was close. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mary Poppins, who that will be the performance. Okay, so uh, it will indeed be Mary Poppins. All right, we appreciate that, Rob. And uh, also uh, looking down the the, uh, the December board meeting, uh, there's a date change on the uh, schedule, and uh, as I know, uh, folks will uh, want to know about that. But uh, when you tell us about the uh, December board meeting uh, date change, Rob? Typically, time we meet on the third Monday of the month, and this time we are going to meet on the second Monday in December, and that uh, better accommodates the end of the year schedule. Uh, actually, our uh, winter break starts on December 20th, which would be the date of the board meeting normally. And just to accommodate people's schedule a little better, uh, we felt like it would be best to move that up to the, the second Monday in December. So we will have our regular board meeting in December on Monday, December 13th. Yeah, and, uh, of course, that's also um, you know, a lot of people uh, – you know, getting down to crunch time as far as uh, Christmas and so forth. But uh, and of course, uh, while the um, the students and staff will be out of the building, the uh, the board members are probably traveling. But the central office uh, will be hard at work. <laughs> we put in some time over Christmas break, over winter break. That is correct. And 
Yeah, we won't be open every day, but uh, we typically are closed on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day uh, in the office. But other than that, we're there getting some work done. And, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting time of year. And uh, the business in the, in the business office, there's always things that have to be done to keep things flowing. Payroll has to continue to flow and uh, various other things as well. So, yep, there will be work to be done. All right. And uh, finally, uh, Rob, uh, there are some other items on, on the agenda that uh, you had addressed Monday night. Just some good news items I passed along to the board. And first of all, Tom, as far as our uh, athletic success recently, our volleyball team uh, is doing a great job. They just completed the triple crown, as we'll call it. They won the Ripley County Tourney this year. They were the undefeated ORVC conference champs. And then just this past weekend, Tom, they won the sectional in straight sets. They won nine straight sets to win the sectional, and they'll be traveling uh, to Mitchell for the regional on Saturday. They'll be taking on Linton Stockton, I think, is the top-rated team uh, in Class 1A or in Class A in our class of volleyball. And, uh, Tom, I believe that game is going to be heard on WRBI radio. Uh, Bryce Kendrick and myself will be uh, on the call for that game. So folks who can't make the trip to Mitchell – can tune in and listen to some volleyball on the radio on Saturday. And then, Tom, we've got a couple of runners that advanced to the cross-country semi-state. Laney Nicholson and Deborah Murphy each advanced out of the regional last week, and they'll be heading to Shelbyville on Saturday to run in the cross-country semi-state. We're very proud of them. And also, we want to talk about the leading goal scorer in the state of Indiana in boys' soccer this year is none other than South Ripley's Zach Gentile. Uh, Jack had, Zach had 51 goals this year and uh, over 100 goals on his career and broke our career all-time scoring record. And so Zach has done an outstanding job leading the state in goals, and we congratulate Zach. Also, we had a top five. Uh, ben Miller was somewhere in the top five in assists, maybe as high as second uh, in assists in the state of Indiana. So we are very proud of Ben uh, and, and his contributions as well. Um, and then finally, Tom, uh, we had a, a, an award or a recognition, I guess I should say, that we were made aware of yesterday. Principal Derek Hutton reported that South Ripley Junior High was recently named a best middle school in the state of Indiana for 2021, according to U.S. News. And the qualifications are based on school data from last year. They factor in iLearn data, attendance, and other student data to select schools from the top 30% in the state of Indiana. And uh, anytime one of our schools can get state recognition, we're very proud of that. Um, and so we want to make sure and pass that along as well. I congratulate Mr. Hutton, uh, Ms. Lobber, the counselor, all the teachers, staff. The staff includes everyone, our teacher's aides, our secretaries, our custodians, our cafeteria workers, our bus drivers, everyone that comes in contact with our students. Uh, has a hand in the education that we provide. And when we get recognition like that, it's because of the collective work of all those folks uh, working together. Well, that's uh, that's great news. And, uh, you know, congratulations, those young people, on their uh, their, their accomplishments this year and, uh, you know, both academically and athletically. And uh, and uh, that's that's great to hear about the South Ripley uh, Junior High. Uh, uh, you know, as you said, it uh, takes everybody, everybody's effort to uh, pitch in and, uh you know, uh, you know, you know, the, uh, you know, individuals and then coming together and uh, putting forth the team effort. Well, it is, Tom, and I appreciate that. And, you know, junior highs received a lot of accolades over the year. They've been a four-star school. They've been a national blue ribbon school. 
And uh, like I said, that's kind of the linchpin. That's that that uh, critical transition time period for for students. And they uh, the job they do there is, is second to none. And we're very proud. Uh, we're proud of all of our all of our schools. And and uh, but our junior high has certainly won their share of uh, awards and recognition, and deservedly so uh, over the years. So I appreciate the opportunity to get to talk about that. And Tom, one other. Uh, good news item this Wednesday night, we will be inducting seniors into the National Honor Society at South Ripley. It gets underway at 7 o'clock in our South Ripley High School Auditoria, and that's always an outstanding program uh, as we recognize some of our top students and leaders uh, in our school with that National Honor Society induction. That'll be this Wednesday. All right, sounds good. Well, Rob Moorhead, uh, Superintendent of South Ripley Community Schools, we appreciate your time this morning and for uh, joining us on the Daily Pod. Tom, thank you for the opportunity. If I could just make one final comment, uh, I want to extend our sympathies to the school family at Franklin County. They're going through a tough time right now, as you well know. Yeah. Uh, they lost a very popular teacher recently and then also lost a board member uh, in a tragic accident. And uh, we have been through those kinds of things at South Ripley as well and just want to let our friends and colleagues at Franklin County know we're thinking about them and extend our deepest sympathies during this difficult time. Well said, Rob. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate the opportunity to come on the pod. I'm Tom Snape for The Daily Pod.